The following podcast is brought to you by DollarInTheJar.com. If you're tired of different commercials and plugs like this one, head over to DollarInTheJar.com. And for three bucks a month, you can get this podcast ad-free and early. That's right. You'll get a commercial-free version of this podcast as well as ad-free versions of editorials that I write over on MultimediaMouth.com. Multimedia Mouth Plus is the place for you to go to support this small creator. That is DollarInTheJar.com, three bucks a month, and you will be supporting me, and I appreciate that. Hey, it's Marissa McKay, and I am so excited to be going on air with Ruben J. You've tuned in to On Air with Ruben J, your home for entertainment news and deep dive conversation. Here's your host, Ruben J. All right, let's go. It's Ruben J here in the studio. You're listening to On Air with Ruben J. This week's episode is going to be a good one. I had a long chat with my guest today, not as long as last week's episode. Last week's episode was a mega episode that I hope you head over to youtube.com forward slash multimedia mouth and you can watch the whole video version of the interview up right now. Uh, that was with uh, Lacey Mercedes. This week I am talking to Marissa McKay. She is a country artist out of Nashville. She was on America's Got Talent and American Idol. She's got a voice of an angel, so we can jump into that in just a second. But before we do that, make sure to head over to uh, my Instagram page at the Ruben J and at On Air with Ruben J. Follow us for very important reasons. Number one, uh, we do giveaways over there every now and then, and number two, uh, we do video clips and a lot of exclusive photos over there. So make sure uh, you head over to Instagram at the Ruben J and at on air with Ruben J. And if you're looking for a way to support the show without spending any money, head over to multimediamouth.com forward slash Amazon on that page. You'll find an Amazon banner click the banner. It'll take you to Amazon. You do your shopping. I get paid. It's as simple as that. It helps support the show while also making sure that you get whatever it is you're looking for. That's multimediamouth.com forward slash Amazon. Click the banner and support the show. All right, Marissa McKay, right after this. We'll be back in just a second. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, you may have seen my guest here on America's Got Talent, uh, or even American Idol, from what I've read. Um, yes. Marissa McKay is joining. Marissa, how you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well, man. I'm, I, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I, I know we're so close. Of course. This, this isn't coming out till January, but this is like literally like a few days before the holidays, so I'm so happy that we're able to get this to, yeah. to happen. Um, 
I want to yeah. I want to start off because I was reading your your bio and I was just kind of doing some research and trying to be a professional. Um, and I didn't realize how young you are. You are a youngster and you are killing it across the board. Uh, tell I me about, am. Thank you. Yeah. Tell me about your your uh, your start in the business because I, I'm just so fascinated when I when I hear you know young really no offense to you but children kind of doing this and doing extremely well so tell, <laughs> yeah. me, tell me about your yeah, start totally. i know you're you're a natural uh born and raised girl so tell me a little about your start yeah so i um i was born in san francisco california and i only lived there for um a couple years so i don't remember very much of it but we from there we moved to a small town in tennessee called jackson um you mean, and, is, that the, is that the town that uh, uh, Johnny Johnny Cash and Gene Carter were singing about? I think that that's a different Jackson. Okay. I think most people know Jackson, Mississippi. Oh, so, okay, yeah, nice. they, they get very confused. But, um, no, Jackson is a very small town. Um, Interesting, okay. Um, but we, I lived there. I basically grew up there. Um and we've been living in Nashville for, I guess, about eight years now. Um, so, I mean, I've basically grown up in Tennessee my whole life. Um, but I remember when I was really little, I my parents always tell me that I was always singing something in the car. Like, I would always be humming and I would always memorize words super easily. And so they definitely like picked up on that and they were like, Oh my gosh, she's like singing all these songs all the time. And I remember my grandmother, she heard me singing and I was like, just like belting out this song. And she was like, she told my parents, she was like, you should put her in voice lessons because I don't want her to hurt her voice. And she has a beautiful voice and she should learn how to control it. So from then on, I started voice lessons. Um, and that kind of got me into singing and I started singing at like little fairs around Jackson um, and I would do like singing competitions and the whole thing. And I didn't really like competitions. Um, and at that point I was mainly singing like to a track. It was very like showy because that's all that we had in Jackson. There was, there was like no live music anywhere. Um, but I remember we would go up to Nashville all the time because whenever we would travel, we would have to go to the airport there. Um, and it was completely different. Like Nashville was this huge city and I remember my parents fell in love with it and I was just in awe of everything happening in Nashville and it's a lot bigger now than it was back then, but it was still a huge city back then. Um, but I remember walking into Tootsie's for the first time and Tootsie's, they were doing this open mic, um, and you would write your name down on a sheet and you would have to follow the order and you would stay there until they called your name. Um, and I remember getting up to sing a song for the first time with a band I had never sung with a band um and I was so thrown off it was so strange it was so different from what I'd been used to I was so used to singing to a track and memorizing this track but 
this experience was totally new. I was singing in front of this huge crowd, these people. Um, but it was amazing. It was, I loved it so much more than playing at these fairs and these competitions. It was a completely different experience. Um, and from then on, I started like, I would get up and sing with the bands and those people, they started remembering who I was. Cause I was this little girl. I was like seven or eight or nine maybe. And I would be going around to these like restaurants and bars in Nashville and I would be getting up to sing with these bands. And, um, I just, I fell in love with it. I loved singing with other people. Um, and from then on, I started playing at Margaritaville. Um, and I eventually got a gig. I think I first started playing there regularly when I was like 12 or 13, maybe. Um, and from then on, I've been playing with an amazing musician. His name is Adam Ricker. Um, we go back and forth and we sing and play. And I've been doing that for like, oh my gosh, like four or five years now. So, nice. yeah. So are you, do you consider yourself a songwriter as well? Or do you write with somebody else? How does, how does the songwriting portion of what you do, um, come into play? Yeah, I do. I consider myself a songwriter. I have been writing since... I was about 11. I, when I first started writing, I had no idea what to do. Like I, I have like a little notebook of songs that I would come up with when I was very little, but they were very much like copies of other songs. And I didn't realize it at the time, but I was like copying other people, but I was like coming up with these new words. I was making it my own, but I was inspired by other people. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so, and as a child, I would write these books. Like I would, I loved writing and I would write these books and I would draw all these little pictures. I have so many. I've like, I don't know, probably like a hundred of these tiny little picture books that I would write these stories for. But anyways, um, when I first started writing, I usually did co-writing, um, and that really helped me figure out like how other people do it it helped me figure out what the process is and like it helped me figure out the form of songs and just everything there is to know about mm -hmm. songwriting um because especially starting so young it's hard to like jump right into it um but that was really helpful to me um it helped me like figure out what I liked in songs and what I didn't like in songs. And it also was very helpful to me in that I, at first I struggled with like saying what I thought or saying what I didn't like about something. Cause like, I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but the more that I did it, um, it helped me get better at being vocal about what I like and what I don't like about these songs that I'm writing. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of how I started um, co-writing. And, like, the more that I would play out at I – pl I play out at um, a bunch of venues around Nashville. And the more that I would 
play out. I would meet new people and they would ask me to write and I would write with them and meet other people through those people and just make a bunch of connections and find out who I loved writing with. Um, and I do think that with certain people, there's a special connection when you're writing with them, there's something special and it's a lot easier and you just love what you do every time and you love writing with them. Um, but it does take some time to find that group of people. Um, so yeah, that's, I kind of started writing, um, co-writing and then recently I've been writing a lot by myself um which I think has been very good for me especially as a songwriter um because I've sort of explored more about like my own strengths because starting into co-writing I think it was like I had never really written a song by myself until like I don't know maybe a few like a year ago um with quarantine and everything I like co-writing was very hard um you could do it over FaceTime but it I just didn't feel that it was the same um but like I had all this downtime and I fell in love with like just sitting down and like coming up with this stuff and I would always start little pieces of songs but I would never finish them Mm. but having all this time I was able to sit down and actually finish these songs that I was writing. And it's really like helped me improve as a writer. And honestly, it's, and I know that a lot of songwriters say this, but it really is therapeutic. Like sometimes I'll be going through some things and I, I'm, I'm actually not very good about like talking about my emotions. So songwriting really helps me do that. Like I'm able to get my emotions down in a song And it's very satisfying when you finish that song and you have all these emotions that I wouldn't normally know how to express the words, but I was able to put it in a song, which is kind of weird, but it really is. It's therapeutic and I just, I've fallen in love with it. All right, I am interrupting this conversation for a quick plug, another one, for dollarinthejar.com. And I'm sure you're tired of commercials. I'm sure you're tired of hearing me talk about dollarinthejar.com. But the only way to get rid of the commercials and get rid of me talking about dollarinthejar.com is by joining dollarinthejar.com. So for less than a cup of coffee a month, think about it. You give up one cup of coffee a month and support me and multimediamouth.com. You join Multimediamouth Plus and get commercial-free access to this podcast and other podcasts that I'm in the process of developing, as well as ad-free access to editorials that I write, as well as some other articles that may or may not be coming to multimediamouth.com in the near future. So three bucks a month, that's dollarinthejar.com. Join now, and you won't have to hear any more commercials or any more plugs for dollarinthejar.com. Let's do it. Let's get back to some commercials. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I've listened to some of your work, um, you know, and, and I, you sent me some of your music, and, and I, I really enjoy your vibe. I haven't been able to put, like, a like a proper um, genre on what you do. Yeah, it's – that's still something I'm trying to explore. I, I started off doing country when I was very little, um, and I love country music. But, like, growing up – I have started to listen to music that I've fallen in love with. Like when I was very little, I would listen to music that my parents showed me because I was little and I feel like that's how everyone starts out. Like they love what their parents love. Um, And I genuinely, I did love that music and I do now, but growing up, I've been able to like explore more music, like, there's so much music out there. There's so many genres. There's so many different artists. It's like very overwhelming, but like I found some things that I think when I was little, I wouldn't have expected to like, but like, like, so like, like let's, let's, let's dive down that road because I like, I, I like, you know, the point of this podcast is to get people to know, you know, the person who's on the show. So like, like yeah. what are you discovering? You know, cause obviously like, you know, it's funny. Most people say that like, oh, I listened to a lot of the music my parents listened to. And I did too. Yeah. The problem is, is, is the music I listened to from my parents was all like in Spanish and mariachi music and which I love right. to this day, but it wasn't something that I would go out and purchase or want to pursue, you know? Yeah. And then I turned out to be like a super hard rock, classic rock guy. Um, yeah. So what are, what are you discovering in, in this journey? Because I'm fascinated by people's music yeah. journeys. So, so what are you discovering? Totally. You know, I... Um, I really love like indie music, like alternative music. And, um, it's very different from like what my dad has always showed me. Like he's always showed me like country music and like even rock, like old rock music that he used to listen to when he was a teen. And I love that stuff. But like, I've kind of fallen in love with like, I love sad songs. I really love sad songs. And my dad, he does not like sad songs. He does not get it. My mom, I don't know. She doesn't love sad songs. But for some reason, I just, like, I am a sucker for, like, really sad songs. And I love indie. Wait, are we, like, I are think... we talking about, like, Wings of an Angel type sad songs? Or, like, heartbroken <laughs> songs? Like, like, songs about, like, you I know, mean, guys cheating? Like, what are we talking about? I mean... Just, like, not necessarily, like, relationship songs. Just, like, I don't know, very descriptive. Um, Like, one of my favorite artists ever is um, Rustin Kelly. And um, he has a lot of very sad songs. And What was the name of it? 
Rust and Kelly. Like like rusted like like rusted metal. Rustin. Oh, Rustin. Okay, like, Rustin. Okay. are you? Yes, yes, okay. yes. Um, but I think I, I found him on a, a Spotify playlist um, when I was like doing homework, um, and I fell in love with this one song that he has called "Mockingbird," and from then on, I started listening to his music, and like, I love almost everything he does he has a cover of teenage dirtbag um that is very different from the original um and i i just love it it's like it has imperfections i love music that has little imperfections um i love when it doesn't sound like perfect like a lot of music on the radio nowadays is like very perfect and like flawless which is very nice it's very pleasing to the ear but like I love hearing like little imperfections because I feel like there's more emotion in those songs um so I just have found that a lot of the music that I really like is like words that are very descriptive and very like you can picture them in your mind and um just songs that have a lot of emotion. I just really love them. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you some some stuff, and I, I want you to send me that guy's yeah, uh, music because totally. there's, there's one song in my mind. That I'm thinking she might like this song, so I'm gonna send you something a little mm-hmm. later, and I, w- I want to hear your yeah. opinion on it. Um, now I'm gonna I'm gonna see. Okay, so bear with me if you're if you're watching this or listening to this. Uh, I'm gonna try something here um, to see if this works. Okay, cool. Oh yeah. All right. I want to. Nope, that's not what I want. This is what I want. Here we go. So if you're watching the video of this version, uh, video version of this, we're probably going to get taken off of YouTube for this. But I want to play a little <laughs> bit of your uh, America's Got Talent. This is the judges' cuts round. Um, mm-hmm. I was not able to find your audition online. Um, yeah, they didn't air that part of my audition, unfortunately. Okay. You were, they you just were, aired my. Were yeah, you, were you montaged? Um. Kind of, yeah. Okay. They gave me like um, a longer one. Some people just get like a like one shot, but I got like a little. I got a few minutes, so yeah. yeah. And, w- and was this Simon's first season on America's Got Talent? Do you do you remember? Um, I don't think so. Okay, I don't. I don't think so. I, I worked with the show for a couple of years, and so that's why I'm trying to figure out when this might have been. So, but let's right. Let's uh, let's let, let me play this here real quick. With the interesting voice you know you got a nice (laughs) i'm learning how to use this platform a little bit more and more but that was your uh an amazing amazing tone thank you Uh, thank you and you're 12 oh did i lose you hold on one second 
I'm having internet problems. Here we go. Stand by. Oh, what the heck? All right, stand by. We're having some technical difficulties here. All right, I hope this gets back here in just a second. All right, sorry, oh. I'm having some internet problems over here on my end. Okay. <laughs> uh, I switched, okay, sweet. I, yeah, I switched over to my uh, my hotspot, so it shouldn't happen again. Uh, okay, but, no uh, worries. Yeah, I was, so I was asking you uh, a minute ago, you're 12 in this, uh, in this clip. Yes, um, yes. That is absolutely incredible that a 12-year-old could sing <laughs> like that. And I'm sure you've gotten better since then. Um, yeah, I, w- I would hope so. Yes. Um, I will say I, um, when I was very little, I would sing like those Belcher songs, like a broken wing. I would sing Martina McBride, Carrie Underwood, just these huge songs. Um, and growing up, I went through a, a pretty intense vocal change. Um, my voice used to be very high and it was very easy for me to sing like that. Um, I wasn't really singing with the correct technique. Um, but I really, I struggled because, um, I would sing these huge songs. And once I started going through this vocal change, it, wasn't as easy as it had always been and my voice was becoming something different and I was trying to sing these songs that I had always sung and they weren't sounding the same and I I also think I was stepping into that part of my life where I was like finding new music that I really loved um and actually when I was doing America's Got Talent I had really bad laryngitis oh no um and I know I was like very stressed. I, um, and it was very difficult too, because I was here in Tennessee where it's very humid. And, um, I went to Los Angeles where it's very dry and that wasn't very helpful to my voice either. So I, I was very stressed out and I was very worried. Like, I didn't know if my voice was going to crack like on live TV. I was so nervous I was excited there was just so many emotions and um yeah it was a very interesting time but my my voice has definitely changed um from when I was 12 so (laughs) yeah it sounds like you have a little bit more of a of a raspiness to it which I've always enjoyed um yeah yeah thank you I find something so I, I find uh women singers, you know, female singers who have that raspiness just tend to, they're just really good singers. I, I just, I've always enjoyed Thank it. You. Um, and obviously like all of us go through these, these different changes through our lives. You know, um, I feel like I'm the only person in the world who's had this, this, you know, my talking voice since I was like 12. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, but most people go through these changes where, you know, they have that like easiness of being able to hit certain notes. And as they get older, it becomes more and more difficult. Um, yeah. Has that helped you in, in kind of forming the sound that you want to put out in, in your music? Because I'm sure going from what we just listened to here a second ago to what you're putting out now, there's, there's yeah. a bit of a change there.
All right, I am interrupting this conversation for a quick plug, another one, for dollarinthejar.com. And I'm sure you're tired of commercials. I'm sure you're tired of hearing me talk about dollarinthejar.com. But the only way to get rid of the commercials and get rid of me talking about dollarinthejar.com is by joining dollarinthejar.com. So for less than a cup of coffee a month, think about it. You give up one cup of coffee a month and support me and multimediamouth.com. You join Multimedia Mouth Plus and get commercial free access to this podcast and other podcasts that I'm in the process of developing, as well as ad-free access to editorials that I write, as well as some other articles that may or may not be coming to multimediamouth.com in the near future. So three bucks a month, that's dollarinthejar.com. Join now and you won't have to hear any more commercials or any more plugs for dollarinthejar.com. Let's do it. Let's get back to some commercials. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. There is for sure. Um, I think it has helped me. I there are certain things about my voice that I don't love and that are frustrating sometimes. But there are certain things about my voice that I do love and that I um, am grateful that I have. Like I personally think that my tone is unique and um i do i think i have like a little rasp i don't know i have something like interesting going on but um i think it has helped me um with the music that i'm putting out now um i just feel like my voice has gotten more like i'm able to put more emotion into it using the tone of my voice if that makes sense oh yeah absolutely um, and I've sort of like embraced those little imperfections. Like when I was very little, I'm a perfectionist. So, and I have always been a perfectionist, but when I was very little, I was always like concerned about everything being perfect. And as a singer, that's not really great to have because you can get into the territory of like straining because you don't want your voice to like do something wrong um and that was definitely something I experienced when I was younger but um I feel like as I've gotten older I've sort of like embraced those imperfections and it's kind of helped shape the way that my voice is now um and the music that I am making now so I definitely do think that it has um helped me do that yeah, absolutely. Now let's talk about the song that's out now. It's called uh, "Worth Worth the Trouble." Uh, yes, and I listened to it like four times now in like the last <laughs> couple of days because yeah. it's a really good song, and I like. Thank you. I, you know, and I don't just you know. I, I think a lot of people listen to these shows and they think that people always just say, "Oh yeah, I really like what you're, whatever you're putting out." I 
I genuinely like the stuff that people send me. And if I don't like it, I don't talk about it. You know, like it's just how yeah, I, it's just right, how I, right. Like I'll just be like, hey, I can't make it today. Like let's reschedule and never reschedule. <laughs> uh, so if I ever do that to you, that's that's the reason why. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. But um, I, I do I do want to just kind of ask, you know, uh, who's this song about? Because it sounds like it's a, a very uh, personal story to, to you. So uh, yeah, I, I need the it beats. actually, you know, sometimes there there's those songs where you have a person in mind and you're writing about that story or something that happened to you. But um, sometimes like maybe it's the co-writer's idea. I actually co-wrote this one with two good friends of mine, okay. um, Dave Moore and Nicole Croto. And Dave, he basically was like building this track and he had this idea Um the song title worth the trouble and from then on me and nicole like built this story around it um that is the song and it was very fun like coming up with these little details about um just getting in trouble and this person that is making you do all these things you wouldn't normally do um but i mean it's not really, for me, it's not really about anybody specific. Um, I was kind of just putting myself in those shoes and thinking of, like, fun, exciting things that we could put into the song. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome. I, I enjoy the song. It's out on Spotify and Apple Music now. Uh, you also listen yeah. to it on YouTube. Um, so go and, 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 and just download the music, go listen to it. It's good stuff. I've never Yay. steered you people wrong. Uh, go listen to it. Um, and there's some other stuff from her as well on, on those platforms. Um, mm-hmm. now you're, you're gearing up to release more music from what I've read here. Um, I am. Yes. I have been trying to release about, um, a single a month, um, just to keep like my flow going. Um, but I have a bunch of songs that I've written over the years that I want to release, and I'm in the process of doing that. Um, I'm working with a few people who are working on um, the tracks and the music for it, and um, we're kind of diving into like a little something a little different than what I've always been doing, and I'm very excited about it. I'm very happy about it. Um, it's been really fun, and yeah, I'm. I want to release it soon, but yeah, it's um, it's a bunch of songs that I have had um, just waiting to be released, so I'm excited to get them out there. Sweet. I can't wait to listen to it. Um, if you're interested in, if you're in the Nashville area, you head over to her website, marissamckay.com forward slash gigs. Um, she's got a bunch of shows coming up. Um, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to plug two of them here just because this is by the time this pod or three of them here, uh, you're going to be at big machine tavern and distillery, uh, Barry Hill, uh, on the 22nd of January. And then mm-hmm. you're going to be at big machine tavern and distillery, an acoustic gig on the 29th. And then, mm-hmm. um, the songs suffer gets, am I pronouncing that correctly? Song suffragettes. Su- yes. Suffragettes. Yeah. Okay. At the listening room cafe on, uh, is that Valentine's day? You're doing a Valentine's day show. It is. Yeah. Valentine's day. Oh, interesting. All right, cool. Yes. Uh, head over to, to marissamckay.com forward slash gigs. Uh, go and check her out. Um, what we're going to do now is, um, we're going to be playing a, a video of you performing, I believe worth the trouble. Okay. 
I believe Yay. so. So we'll be doing that here in just a second. Uh, Marissa McKay, tell everybody where they can find you on social media because I think everyone needs to follow you right now. Yeah. So um, you can just find me by looking up my name, Marissa McKay. Um, the spelling is a little different. It's M-A-R-I-S-A-M-C-K-A-Y-E. Um so yeah, that's just my name on all social media. So if you just look that up, I should pop up. Um, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, um, TikTok. YouTube. Yep, I've been, TikTok. I've been not sleeping because of TikTok. So. Yeah, yep, same, same. Um, yeah, all the good stuff. So yeah, check me out. All right, go check her out. Marissa, thank you so much for, for taking the time to do this. Um, We'll Thank you for with, having me. Absolutely. And when your new music comes out, we'll talk again. Um, at, yes. at that point, we'll, we'll figure out a way. Uh, head over to multimediamouth.com uh, if you want more information on that once the music comes out. Um, with that being said, we'll be back with more in just a second. All right. I am interrupting this conversation for a quick plug. Another one for dollarinthejar.com. And I'm sure you're tired of commercials. I'm sure you're tired of hearing me talk about dollarinthejar.com. But the only way to get rid of the commercials and get rid of me talking about dollarinthejar.com is by joining dollarinthejar.com. So for less than a cup of coffee a month, think about it. You give up one cup of coffee a month and support me and multimediamouth.com. You join Multimediamouth Plus and get commercial-free access to this podcast and other podcasts that I'm in the process of developing, as well as ad-free access to editorials that I write, as well as some other articles that may or may not be coming to multimediamouth.com in the near future. So three bucks a month, that's dollarinthejar.com. Join now, and you won't have to hear any more commercials or any more plugs for dollarinthejar.com. Let's do it. Let's get back to some commercials. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That was my chat with Marissa McKay here on air with Ruben J. It's Ruben J here in the studio. And by the way, um, if you'd like to hear me uh, talk some more, um, but uh, also play some music, uh, Follow me on Instagram to find out when I'm going to be on air for TNN Country Radio again. I usually do Sunday nights. So uh, make sure to follow me there at, at the Ruben J, and I will let you know. Uh, that was Marissa McKay. I really enjoyed that conversation. I really hope that you did as well. Uh, as I wrap up this week's episode, I just want to plug, not plug, but just tease a couple of things that are up on the website right now, multimediamouth.com. Uh, the Grammys are moving to Las Vegas. Uh, so for the first time in a long time, the Grammys are leaving Los Angeles. The Grammys are not only moving the state, but also moving to a new month. The show was originally planned for January 31st at the newly christened Crypto.com Arena. 
It was postponed due to the Omicron COVID concerns. The ceremony will now be taking place in April, taking the spot of the CMT Music Awards, which will be moving to a later broadcast date in April. Head over to multimedia.com to find out more information as to why the Grammys are moving to Vegas. Uh, And this is giving me another reason to go to Vegas. I'll be going to Vegas a lot over the next couple of months, it looks like. Uh, And then Ellen DeGeneres, who, uh, by the way, I don't know if you knew this, but this is her last season of her hit talk show, Ellen, which I guess isn't really a hit anymore uh, because she is she was canceled pretty much last year. Um, NBC is also canceling Ellen's Game of Games after four seasons on the network. The show aired its final season, its final episode on May in May of 2021. The news of the cancellation comes as Ellen enters her final months hosting her talk show, Ellen. Uh, her talk show does end sometime this spring. And uh, Alan, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing for Alan. I'm curious to see what she does next. But if you're a fan of Alan's Game of Games, uh, it's no longer coming back. NBC does not want it anymore. So uh, head over to MultimediaMouth.com. There's some other good news things up on the website. As well as I'm releasing this week seven Nickelback songs that you need to listen to. Yes, Nickelback. They'll be up on the website this Friday. So make sure to tune in. Well, not tune in, I guess. Go to the website, multimediamouth.com, this Friday for my seven Nickelback songs that I think you need to listen to. With that being said, one last plug for dollarinthejar.com. Head over there, support the show. Uh, Also, again, multimediamouth.com forward slash Amazon. Help the show out. Uh, I appreciate the support. Uh, And follow us on Twitter, or not Twitter, Instagram, at onairwithrubinj. I think we're doing a giveaway this week, so just check it out. All right, I'm out. We'll see you guys next week. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.